844-55 degrees. Welcome into First News on 570. We turn now to Mr. Pete Callender from the Pete Callender Show podcast and thepetecallendershow.com. Good morning, sir. How are you? I am doing well, Mark. How are you today? Not too bad. Not too bad. Just watching the fog finally burn off outside. Yeah. Uh, it might be. It's probably safe for you uh, to go outside right now as there is not a lot of direct sunlight happening. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I do. People must think that, yeah, people must think that I am, uh, I don't know, that I never leave. But I do. I do actually leave, like, at least once a week. I make a point. Right. Yeah. Right. Three minutes three minutes a day, right? If I'm right. not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, that has nothing nothing at all to do with the pandemic. That has just <laughs> nothing at all to do with the lockdowns or anything. Right. None of this none of this was caused by the pandemic. No. This is all Pete's been working towards this his entire <laughs> life. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've been in training. Oh. So, uh, Pete, I uh, I had no idea that there was another piece of property uh, available that was owned by the city that nothing was being done with, and now it looks <laughs> like uh, they're t- <laughs> that they are trying to uh, going to use that for something to do with reparations. This came from uh, Antoinette Mosley, I believe. Uh, this was her suggestion to make it into affordable housing or uh, possibly something to do with health and wellness. Yeah, no, no idea really. I mean, this this property was actually purchased. This was the old Matthews Ford dealership. Then Duke Energy picked it up, and they were gonna do a substation. But oh my gosh, we can't have power, so um, we got rid of that. And the city bought the property, and um, they were we we passed bonds. The city of Asheville passed bonds in 2016, right, for affordable housing and for the housing trust fund. And uh, there was a uh, there was a developer that had already uh, been named as a finalist <clears throat> for this project. Uh, they got a letter of intent from the city, and they were uh, you know starting the more as the paper called it the uh, uh, the intensive planning with a final contract to be approved in about six months. So this whole process was underway, and if you can't count on the city council in Asheville. Uh, to uh, pull the rug out from underneath some sort of a public works project, then really, what can you count on? Um, And that's apparently what they're going to do to this developer, and they're going to do it to this project, which, um, you know, I'm not exactly sure what they've got in mind for the, quote, reparations aspect of this. Um, I I do point out the, the property was not part of any kind of urban renewal or redlining or anything like this is not some right. sort of contested piece of property um but it's just going to be i guess some um uh some uh penalty or punishment or something that's uh, make good for something that happened to people somewhere else um i, I don't like I, I don't understand why this city council gets in its own way so many times on these right. kinds of projects yeah it, it certainly doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense as to why, you know, like you said, they're kind of yanking the rug out from underneath themselves. Uh, this was this pro- this property was what five million dollars originally in taxpayer money is what they they paid for this. Yeah, and now it's Something worth like, like thirteen. So, I mean, wouldn't it make more sense to just put the property on the market, sell it, pocket the thirteen, and offset the cost for a bunch of other stuff with that thirteen million? I mean, I'm just going. Oh, you know, well, that's crazy! Here. That's crazy, Mark. It's, I do think it's interesting, though, that they bought it for five million, and now right. a year later it's appraised at thirteen. What happened there? I mean, look, yeah. maybe the city council just has a fantastic, you know, eye for real estate speculation. It's possible, right? That they they just happened to stumble into the right property, and maybe Duke Energy they just weren't really good at the negotiations. Maybe that's 
Maybe that's what happened. Yeah. Um, uh, I, but I have questions about that. But now uh, you've got two city council members saying that the whole process needs to be stopped um, and uh, because it's right next to Lee Walker Heights. And um, it's also uh, near the South Slope and the Oakhurst neighborhood. And they're like, well, this makes sense now to turn this into some sort of, I don't know, project for reparations. I'm not exactly sure what that means. There was supposed this was supposed to be like a, uh, an affordable housing component uh, to this right. project. So, uh, if not the whole thing, so I'm like I'm I'm curiously, what exactly is the plan here, except to derail the project that's now six months from the you know plans being submitted, contracts being uh, taken. Um, right. And so now you've got this the the mayor saying she's going to meet with these two council members and one of whom is the vice mayor uh, to ask, like, what exactly is is going on here? But also, I think voters might be a little bit interested to know that, like, the money that they approved for this project uh, is now what is is that going to be wasted money? How much money has been spent right. for uh, whatever due diligence was necessary on the front end here to get the project to where it is now? And I don't know the answer to that, but I think a lot of people don't know the answer to that because this kind of got, this was sort of like a grenade under the table at this uh, housing and right. community development committee meeting. Yeah. This, this kind of came out of nowhere, especially with the, you know, with the, with the idea of using it for some sort of reparations. I had not heard anything about that prior to today. Yeah, and maybe maybe your play is the correct play here. Maybe it is. Turn around, sell the land, thirteen million, and put some you know uh, 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 put some language in the contract with whoever buys the land that they have to do some affordable housing component, and then you take all of that money and throw it into the reparations fund. Maybe that is the play. I don't know. Right. Well, and you know, I, I guess the other thing too is is with the fact that it's right there by Lee Walker Heights, I would think. Uh, of the all the members on city council before uh, that ran on uh, a platform of redoing and uh, kind of rejuvenating Lee Walker Heights, which has not been done, by the way, uh, I would think that they would be pushing to have that money pushed to that project. Right? I mean, that would that would kind of make sense. And then you're filling, fulfilling a campaign promise uh, that arguably has been made for the last six years and has had nothing done about it because there's a tree growing out of the bottom of the pool in Walker Heights. Like a literal tree. Yes. It grew through the Mars site. Yeah. Through the bottom of the pool. So it's kind of a treehouse pool all in one. It's really quite the activity center there. Wait till the frogs get there. I lived yeah. I lived next door to a family. They had a pool that uh, the liner got ripped and oh. They uh, did not could not afford to fix it for many years. And uh, they yeah, they ended up having uh, some trees growing out of it. But also the frogs then uh, oh. landed and uh, they were quite loud in the summertime, which I really honestly didn't mind so much because they cut down on the mosquito population that had exploded <laughs> because of the stagnant water in yeah. the pool. Yeah. Always with the uh, silver lining. That's Pete right. Or always with the silver lining. Yeah, if you go gigging uh, for frogs, this is your lucky day. <laughs> That's exactly it. You can check out the Pete Callender Show podcast at thepetecallendershow.com. It's a daily podcast. Drops right to your phone if you subscribe to it. Uh, that way you don't even have to worry about wondering when you're going to get to the next one because it just shows up automatically. Pete, we always appreciate it, sir. We'll look forward to catching up next week. Thanks, Mark. you got to take care. Again, that's thepetecallendershow.com. Let's get...